This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. Last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema psyops, which exploits women and men alike, to continue sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, less repressed, and I think there's less need for... Cinema PsyOps. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PsyOps. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail. Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. I'm really fucking tired. I was up till four in the morning taking care of a ridiculous amount of clips from the lazy fucker who did the notes this week. Matt! I feel well rested. Uh, I really feel like this is going to be a good show. I hate you. We got a lot of energy going on around here. Fuck it off. feels really good. I it feels you. like a really good show that we're about ready to have. I like the energy in the room right now. Everything seems real great. I'm going to fuck it to death. Hey, hey, Court. Hey, buddy, time to wake up, big guy. Fuck your mother! Uh, who? Hey. Uh, God, I just drooled on the mic. It's time for school, big guy. Uh, why did you... 16 fucking clips and some of them were like 10, 12 minutes, man. I, I didn't mean to. There was a lot of dead air in some of those clips, man, but that's just what it was, man. Do you think the dead air just gets rid of itself? Or No, I know it doesn't, yeah. but I, I don't Someone know what else to, to do about it. Someone has to take care of that for you. I so. didn't make the movie. No, but you picked 16 clips and some of them were like 10 and 12 minutes long. I realized this. It was the whole goddamn movie in clips. Did you even write notes? Uh, uh yeah, That's a no. <laughs> I didn't fucking think so. Nope. So I'm just going to fucking play Matt tonight. And I'm yep. just going to not even have energy or give a shit about the show. And I guess I'll fucking look at scores on my phone for all the fucking sports ball shit that's going on while you're. You really should. Hey, buddy. It's time Fuck to wake you. Up. Okay. Your mother. There you go. Uh, there you go, big guy. It's really dangerous to shake me when I fall asleep, asshole. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't touching you. I don't know who that is. Oh. You left your door open again. Great. Now I'm hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, there's someone in here. <laughs> That's real. It's just, you're tired. You didn't lock the door again. Uh, all right, I'm going to need you to get the barrel of hydrofluoric acid. I'll take care of the hobo. We're going to take, take a little break here while I murder somebody. We're going to play a promo for a uh, Legion. Hey, hey, Legion. smelly bastard. Can you hand me that barrel? I'm going to play a promo for the Legion podcast uh, Patreon page and... Uh... 
maybe mainline some uh, meth or something to wake me up, and we'll have a little bit of music befitting of the movie we're covering tonight, which is uh, Stuntman. Ooh, uh, is that Boone's Farm? And, oh, I love that stuff. And when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna play the trailer for this fucking Stuntman, I guess. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star uh, Matt, do you recognize that song from anything? Anything at all? I do not, but... Uh, yeah? W- w- wow, man. What? That hobo. That's really going to affect me. I'm barely keeping this Boone's Farm down now. <laughs> you don't even know if that's Boone's Farm. That could be his urine in a bottle. Uh, well, probably, probably about the same alcohol content. It's amazing how murder wakes me up because I barely even slept last night because of all the goddamn clips. Now, to be honest, though, don't you usually not sleep at night anyway? I've been... Since I've been doing the intermittent fasting and the keto, man, I've been yeah. sleeping great. Yeah? I've been getting anywhere from like six to seven hours of sleep, and sometimes when I'm actually feeling a little bit of the insomnia, I still get at least five hours of sleep, maybe four. I bet these include all the clips you would do if you did the notes for this movie. <laughs> I guess we'll never really know. We'll, we'll never really know, yeah. but but then we would hear about it because you'd be like, yeah, no, I mean, this is totally worth it because the, these are my clips. You know what I actually did grab for this movie for what, the show? What'd you do? This trailer. Hey. The stuntman, a man on the run. The woman who had to know why. Who the hell are you? And the director who offered him a hiding place. This will be a stuntman who is an actor, who is a character in a movie, who is an enemy soldier. Who looked for you amongst all those? The stuntman in a world where nothing is what it seems. The hardest stunt is to hold on to reality. It doesn't change the fact that the man is crazy. 
It's the insanity of violence and the madness of make-believe. You're cheating me. You look at me like I'm some kind of damn movie. Well, I'm not. I'm real. I'm not this show. Hang on, baby. Wrapped in a nightmare, wrapped up in a movie, the stuntman, an outrageous leap into the unexpected. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh, where's that song from? Will you stop trying to delay and just do the fucking notes? Dude, you set it up. The people want to know. Okay. It's the unknown stuntman uh-huh. sung by the one and only Lee Majors uh-huh. for his TV show, The Fall Guy, about a stuntman who I guess also was a skip tracer or a private detective. I don't. I really don't even know what else that he did. I know he drove a huge, badass fucking truck. Yeah. And he had a hot blonde lady that always hung around him. Nice. I watched it like when I was a kid and I loved the show and I thought... It was like the greatest thing ever made. All right, the movie begins. Uh, we see uh, it actually starts off with a cop's dog licking himself and then not very being very happy about being moved. It looks like he was into that, Bill. Yeah, I was going to make some kind of a joke about that's a true cop, but <laughs> if it was a true cop, it would make someone else lick its balls. So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're right. Anyway, <laughs> I've become more jaded. Uh, I love it when you don't fight yeah, no. just like a cop. Uh, snap. Uh, we we uh, see cops are kind of checking out a diner, and we see kind of a shifty guy sitting in the diner, and uh, another guy comments on his eagle tattoo that it's really cool. Shifty- Did you recognize that shifty-eyed guy actor from anything? Yeah, I know I've seen him before. I just don't know what. His name is Steve Railsback. Mm-hmm. He's probably most well-known for a lot of people for playing Charles Manson. I believe it was on a made-for-TV movie. Well, maybe that's where I saw him. Yeah. Well, he's um, got the crazy eyes down. Yeah, he played. he's been in a lot of stuff, uh, like our more sci-fi fanatic and Toby Hooper fans will recognize him from Life Force and stuff like that. Not to bury it, but he kind of really annoys the piss out of me in this movie. I could see that. He's also in Turkey Shoot, which I keep bringing up, so that means eventually we're going to probably cover it. Probably have to do that one. Yeah, but he was great in fucking Turkey Shoot. Oh, cool. So did you notice that Uncle Phil was in the diner? Uncle Phil? From Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I did not. Oh, yes, he was in the diner. Super young, super thin Uncle Phil was in there. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot to write that down. He's also the voice of the Shredder. The Shred. Oh, really? In yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The, the cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he was the voice of the Shredder. Nice. He did a lot of other voiceover work as well. He had a pretty good voice. Yeah. 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 Kind of nice to see a young, thin version of him. I know. I miss Uncle Phil. <laughs> I do too. I really do miss that actor. Yeah. He was really great. Well, anyway, uh, as the guy comments on the eagle tattoo, the guy gets all crazy eyed and says, yeah, but too bad. It just won't fly away. And, uh, and, and you come to realize maybe this person isn't exactly you know mentally stable with it Um. Anyway, as he starts to play, a crazy guy starts playing some pinball, and the cops come talk to him, kind of asking him questions. I'm, I'm getting kind of a Rambo vibe from these cops, man, or something's going uh, on. That's pretty fitting that you'd be getting a Rambo vibe from yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And the cops decide they are going to arrest him for some sort of crime he may have committed. Vagrancy. Yes, vagrancy. <laughs> as they have him uh, cuffed, he's able to wrestle himself away and goes out on the run. Uh, some really great physicality from Steve Rails back in this film. Yeah. He uh, gets out as he's running through the forest. Uh, he gets stopped by some electricians guys who are kind of working out there, right? They're working that pole, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, one of them's like, you know, I was in, I was a former Marine. <laughs> I love so, this sequence. So you're not going to go. And he goes, oh, really? So was my dad. And then he starts beating the shit out of the guy with a throat punch right at the end. Well, that was the best part is the guy was like, uh, he talks about how he was a former Marine and he did yeah. all this stuff and he's so bad. 
ass. Yeah. And then the guy's like a total fucking, I don't know, like smart ass piece of shit. Well, yeah, he spaces. It, well, it, it's so because you my... don't know him yet. You yeah. don't know if he's being a smart ass or if he's being like crazy sincere going, oh, so is my dad. But then like, sorry, I'm going to have to beat the shit out of you. Take him now. Watching the rest of the movie, he's just being a smart ass. And yeah. was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you anyway, just like I did my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he throat punches him like yeah. just out of the blue and it's oh my swift God, and, yeah. and just like deadly and you're just, just hey and a throat punch is nothing to joke about <laughs> yeah don't you know <laughs> just ask my wife yeah jesus christ uh he, he runs off after that he gets away uh, he looks at i loved he looks at the other electrician who starts coming down the pole looks goes right back up the pole <laughs> like, oh, fuck it, i'm done <laughs> he's like hey you beat up my no we're good we're, we're good we're he, fine we'll he, talk to you later that guy was tougher than me so we're, we're good here we'll just go right back up on this pole I had to pause the movie for a moment yeah. and laugh, and yeah. I went back just to see him throat punch the guy again. Yeah. Just because it's always funny to hear a guy brag about how badass they are and yeah. then have them get knocked the fuck out. Right. Uh, he comes up to a bridge, and all of a sudden he sees this kind of old-style-looking car drive up to him. and uh, Beautiful fucking car. Beautiful car. And he gets in. He goes, wow, thanks. I didn't think anybody was going to pick me up. The guy goes, I'm not, and almost forces him right back out of the car. Yeah, he like Doesn't he fucking like dropkick him across? The yeah, seat a couple something, times. yeah, he like beats the shit out of him to get out, and then he. It seems like the car drives away. It doesn't back up. It seems like he drives away, but then it must have made a turn somewhere, and it comes speeding up on him again. He's able to grab some spikes from the bridge because it almost seems like the bridge has a railroad with it or something like that. Yeah, but because they seem like railroad spikes, and he throws them at the car. He hits the car, and the car goes off the bridge, sinking into the water. We then see a helicopter pull up with a huge movie style like camera. We start to maybe think. This might be a movie scene. Not a movie scene as in we're watching a movie. A movie scene as in we're watching a movie being filmed within the movie. Yes, yeah, exactly. So he runs off from there and he comes around what seems to be almost like a bit of a oceanfront town. Kind of think Jaws. Kind of like that when you, that town, you know, it's kind of like that. Only in California. Only in California instead of so the New England. So think more like Bodega Bay. Yeah, something like that. Or the town from the fog, he, which I think was also Bodega yeah. Bay. He, I don't uh, fucking he cuts himself some uh, jean shorts to look like a tourist and does kind of like a disguise for himself. While maintaining the jean jacket that he was wearing the entire time anyway. Yes. Kind of shorts and a jean jacket. Not a good look for you, Steve Railsback. Not a good look for anybody. <laughs> shorts in general with those little pasty, tiny little chicken legs, Steve Railsback. Not a good look for you. Yeah, man. Jean shorts. That's so 1980. Wait. This uh, was filmed <laughs> in 1979 and released in 1980. Well, then I was wrong. When he comes upon a movie shoot and we see like a bunch of well, actors uh, dressed as World War One soldiers. We see a plane uh, fly overhead and it seems to like, blow everyone away. Uh, I'm glad you finished everything. that. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and uh, like people are freaking out, and even our crazy character here seems to be freaked out because it seems like people are actually hurt, like actual death and destruction and be blood everywhere and guts. I know I'm supposed to push the I believe button, but yeah. there's no way they did all of that in one take. No, of course not. There's but, no way they did that all in one take before the smoke cleared. No possible way. But then we hear someone yell, cut, and it was all part of the act, and you know, people we see guys being you know dug up out of the sand where like hands and stuff were and all that and yes that is how you complete shots like that no that cannot be all done in one <laughs> yeah, take yeah that was that was crazy if the smoke cleared 
it almost said all the makeup was done. It's like, that's not how that goes. That's not how any of this works, movie. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Movie, you are a movie made by people who make movies. You should know that this is not how movies work, movie. Right? <laughs> Meta miffed at movies. <laughs> You're breaking like the 10th wall. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep an eye on the dreidel. As long as it keeps spinning, we're good. All right. Uh, we see an old woman uh, right after that. She comes up and she asks for an autograph from what is supposed to be the film star, and that is our first clip. Mr. Bailey. Yes, ma'am. Are you Raymond Bailey, the actor? Yes, ma'am. Could I please have your autograph? Sir. Right. To Emily for eternal peace. Right. I'm certainly glad you're all right. I lost my husband and my son in the wars, both of them. What happened on the bridge, Eli? All the divers found in the car was the fucking camera. And Bert? No, Bert. All gone. They're diving downstream, searching the river banks. But don't say anything to anyone for a while. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. What do you want to do? I do not know, Ace. Telephone my mother and have her convince me it wasn't my fault. What in the name of God could have happened? Jesus Christ. Well, it sounds like our stuntman who's driving that car is no more. and That's uh, what they get paid for. They get paid to die so actors don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, this guy's never going to see a dime of that money now. By the way, how awesome is it that Peter O'Toole made an appearance on our show? Yeah, it's awesome. This is the very first movie Peter O'Toole's been in that yeah. we've done, right? It's fu- yes. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And how bloodshot were his eyes? All the time. That yeah. man was fucked up. He, he had a serious drinking problem, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty obvious in this film he has a serious drinking yeah. problem during the filming. Yes. He looks but, like you on a good day in this e- film. Exactly. And that's but and that's why there's a lot of clips, man. Almost any time Peter O'Toole talks, I made a clip out of it. Oddly <laughs> enough, most of the clips do not feature Peter O'Toole. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Enough of them. I'll let the and, listeners be the deciding factor on all that. All right. They can be the judge. Anyway, uh, there's the helicopter flies around uh, and takes off again. It forces that old lady into the water. Our young little psychopath goes in to try to help the old lady, and we see that she is actually an actress. It was all makeup she was in. Uh, she was tearing it off. Uh, they uh, come, come on. Up- Everybody recognizes Barbara Hershey from the yes. very gentle and loving ghost movie known as The Entity. <laughs> That's for Jake. We're going to be dedicating a lot of stuff yeah. to people in this episode, yeah. I'm sure. That's for you, Jakey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't like to be called Jakey, but no, probably not. But I'm sure he doesn't like to hear that either. So you can call him Jake the Snake, but don't call him Jakey. Jake the Snake, love it. <laughs> Jakey the Snakey sounds kind of even more perverted than anything else we've ever said in the show. I want that to be his new name now, Jakey the Snakey. Oh Jesus, I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sorry. I am sorry that I'm not sorry, Jake. <laughs> oh man, uh, they come upon Shore, and she is confronted by our director. Wait, it, who is sure that they're coming upon and why was she confronted when the director by that? But, but God damn it. Just, <laughs> dude, come on, man. I'm trying to... <laughs> I totally derailed you. You did. You're just like, what? what huh? And then when you thought about it, you're like, yeah, that is how I phrased yeah, it. That's how, okay. They get out of the water onto the beach. I'll allow it. All right. And they are confronted by the director in our next clip. Nina, why are you scaring me to death? Oh, hell, Eli, it's all ruined now, and I wanted you to see the makeup. Where were you? I even got Raymond's autograph, and he didn't even know. You'd have been proud of me. Chuck, stick her into a top, then bed. Then I wish to see her in full makeup and costume again before dinner. Oh, hey, thank you. That was really gallant, rescuing an old lady like that. <laughs> One moment! 
I too should wish to thank you, and I suggest you don't run away. What is that, a habit with you? Also smoke too much. The bridge, yourself and Bert. That was his name, on that bridge. Would you tell me what happened? All I know is he tried to run me down. Barely. Now, why on earth would he do that, I wonder? Didn't get a chance to ask you. He was coming at me too goddamn fast. You want to get home for Thanksgiving, you better figure the guy coming at you is trying to kill you. Learn that from the... That has a nostalgic ring. You really did call him. I thought that was just Time magazine. It's normal. Nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> Ace, that's it. This time you've had it. Now, where is it? Chief, I'm glad you dropped by. Eli says there's too many people on the beach. You know what I mean? 30 minutes is what you got to get this goddamn equipment off this beach and out of town. Where's your sense of humor? Where's your sense of humor, Jake? Tell Eli Cross, if your men are on the street after 4 o'clock, I'm going to throw their ass out of the town. Jake. What am I, an asshole? Well, talking of jail, would you get very upset if I asked just how many policemen are after you? Me? Not me. I don't know what you're talking about. The way you ran from the bridge and the look on your face and your charm bracelet, that's what I'm talking about. I suppose you care to tell me what it is that you did. Not really. May I try categories? Ever done any stunt work? Huh? You're very fit, very fast on your feet. You could do it. Besides, your choices are a bit limited. Now, don't be hasty and remember your ass. It's just like mine. Maybe I can save them both. Cross, I've gone out of my way, but this time you really did it. You don't give a shit about anybody. Yay! It's been a rotten morning. You're hot. You're tired. Let's go inside, have a drink, and find out what's displeasing you. Don't treat me like these other morons. You know goddamn well what's displeasing me is that Duesenberg in the bottom of the river with a dead man in it. I mean, that is a public bridge and a public... River. You go there without permits, without any precautions to get a man killed. Jake. No, no more bullshit explanations. Just get out of here before I figure out how to hang you with a manslaughter charge. No explanations, Jake. I do not have any, but maybe he does. Go on, Jake, ask him. Hey, don't blame Why me. Why ever not, Bert? Because you're a fraud. Is that it, Bert? Because you're just a ridiculous dad devil with a head filled with cement. Bert here grabs the bread. That's number one, the bread. Right, Ace? Right. He then screws the shot up. He screws me up. He screws you up. He's a hopeless yo-yo, Jake, but he's not dead yet. So do me a favor, Jake. Put your handcuffs on him and heave the son of a bitch into some hole where he cannot get hurt. Zepper, how did you get out of the car? He didn't get out of the car. He couldn't get out of a paper bag. The divers took him out of the car and brought him here in the chopper. You want to ride in the chopper? Cross, when these three days are up, I'm going to arm my men with shotguns and tell them that it's open season on any carrying a camera. You get my drift, Cross. <laughs> did that very well. Hey, I just listened. There are a few actors only in the entire world who have mastered that art. Anyway, it was a very good audition. And the part is yours. What? What are you talking about? What part? The stuntman. What about the people that work for you? Are they going to look at me and go, hi, Bert? Do you prefer hi, Alice? Don't worry about the people who work for me, my crew. They'll call you anything I wish them to. And I'm not being callous merely. Bert is a bloody tragedy, but there's nothing I can do about it. Nothing. I must have this location for three days, and you need a place to hide. Eli, the crew's waiting. We need the next setup. The hand! Close up of the hand! With you in a minute! An Eli minute or a real minute? But tomorrow the cops are gonna know exactly what I look like. Oh, Bert, do stop this worrying. You must have heard surely of movie magic. You shall be a stuntman who is an actor who is a character in a movie, who is an enemy soldier, who look for you amongst all those. People like to believe in things and policemen are just people, or so I'm told. Frankly, our problem is so simple, it's almost beneath us. Now listen to me. That door is the looking glass, and inside it is Wonderland. Have faith, Alice. Close your eyes. 
and enjoy. All right, we need to talk for just a brief yes. moment about the amazing fucking actors that are in this movie. Uh-huh. We've got Mo fucking Green, played yes. by Alex Roca, in this film. Mo Green from The Godfather. Yes. Alex Roca is in this film. Man. Yeah, I know. He is a that guy actor if he you've is, ever he, seen a that guy actor. He's always stressed out about something. He's almost always stressed out, and yes. he, he plays one of two characters. He's either the really overly concerned, loving, caring guy like he was, even yes. though he ran away in the loving ghost movie that is known as The Entity. <laughs> Or he plays this kind of guy where yeah. he's like a hard ass just waiting to just, just looking for an excuse. And he's a heart just attack waiting to happen. Yeah. And that's, he's like, he's like yeah. usually a heart attack waiting to happen in either of those two yes. scenarios of those two characters. And I mean, we already talked about Peter O'Toole. I mean, Barbara Hershey's is, back on the show. Is, is he not, Peter O'Toole, is he not just fucking amazing? <laughs> <laughs> he delivers dialogue better, completely hammered than you will ever do stone sober. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is amazing. <laughs> I'm always uh, shocked by how good Peter O'Toole is. I'm not shocked by it. I'm more shocked that more people aren't as good at what they do as Peter O'Toole. That's true. Uh, well, our character's name here is uh, the, this young man is Cameron, but we can just go ahead and call him New Bert as well. <laughs> New Bert re- gets redone in looks to look like old Bert, and uh, he also may have gotten some nookie from the makeup lady. He did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was nice. He's not even on set for five minutes, and he's yeah. already getting laid. Yeah, that's way to go. I have a feeling that movie sets in the late 70s, early 80s were a lot like high school where the new kid gets laid pretty much before anybody else realizes that he's just a loser like everybody else. It's just because he's new. Yeah. And it's it's the equivalent of uh, just writing the word first in the comment section. Uh, first. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that's what she's doing. She's, yeah. she's, she's just like stapling it just in case he ends up being really cool. She wants to put his dollar in her <laughs> ham wallet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> God. <laughs> Mm, sexy. I would I would give him a higher denomination, yeah. but that doesn't change the length of the bill. No. <laughs> That's true. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all the same size bill getting shoved into the ham wallet. It's not the size of the currency, the motion in the wallet. It's the frequency of the spend. <laughs> yeah. It's how much you're putting in there. <laughs> I'll allow it. It still works. <laughs> still works. It's not the size of the currency. It's how much you're stuffing in there. Let's see here. We get a little bit of a practical joke on our director, and that is our next clip. And action, Raymond. And the fingers move. And then the hand turns. Ah, gotcha this time, didn't I? Yes, you've got me half an hour behind. Yeah, is he alive down there? Well, what's the difference? If he's dead, all we got to do is bury the hand. <laughs> I thought we'd cheer the chief up a little today. You mean about Bert? Yeah. Any more work? No, Raymond. I'm afraid not. No, there isn't. I'm no picture of a maid is worth it. I'll never understand why these guys take the chances. I don't know. Probably all we know is that we shall die. Nothing more important than wrinkles. Oh, it makes us so scared, so crazy. We'll do anything. Fight walls, fight windmills. Go off bridges, anything. Which is what our film is about. Oh, did no one tell you that? Bert, come here to me. Raymond Bailey. It's a pleasure. Mine. My new cock and balls? Not new. It's fairly important we don't let that circulate for a while. So in the meantime, let's make believe that he is Bert. But no longer known as Brass Bald Bert. Ever since his fortunate escape, we refer to him as Lucky. Uh Uh-huh. Camera's still rolling. Cut it. Done any stunt work? Not really. Not really? You have or you haven't? I got out of Nam in one piece. That's a hell of a stunt. Ancient history. Seems like yesterday to me. You, uh, you think you can jump from that tower to the platform over there? Saved my ass once. I jumped out of a banana tree into a cart full of buffalo shit. Count? What's it? Put these on. Where do they go? Under the pants. You uh, think you can jump from there 
to there. From there to there. Okie dokie. Oh, very good. Except you're dead. Your brains are scattered all over the pavement. I mean, you should land in a tuck and then roll. Show me, Sergeant. Very fancy. Very fancy. Okay. Better. <clears throat> My specialty's a broad jump, yeah. And Bert's specialty was drowning. You know, one daredevil on this picture was enough. What the hell is Eli thinking of sending me a smart-ass, cocky, amateur kid when I need a stuntman? It's a little different when you're running across those roofs and they're pumping tracer bullets over your head. I was running for 26 months with guys shooting at my head, not over my head. I'm here. I'm alive. I knew daredevils. And I ain't got nothing against them. It's just they're all dead. So how about give me a break? You put me on, huh? Me? I wouldn't know how to do that. Can you imagine? Eli's doing a World War I film without horses. You know the stunts I could do with four runaway horses pulling a case on? Next time, hit me higher. What's Eli got against horses? I love horses. Don't butter me up. Draw a sideline for you to follow down the roof while you're rolling. That's not very difficult, but this is where you gotta think. Your mind can't be on snatch. It's gotta be on grabbing that gutter. And my brains are all over the pavement again, right? You know, a good fallen horse makes more money in four minutes than a bank president does in a year. Picture's not over. Maybe you still get your chance. Yeah. All they care about is story. Now, here's where the scuffle ends. When that drain pipe breaks loose and falls, you'll hit that awning. But old Eli yells, cut, and old Raymond takes your place for the close-ups and the glory. That's the scene where the Germans catch him and throw him in that house. They're shooting that down there now. That's gonna hold me? That wouldn't hold water. Not a real awning. It's a catcher. Now, it's no different up here than it is on the ground. Same gag. It's just a little scarier, that's all. But that's what you get paid for. Yeah? How much? Ah, stealing candy with this one. You get 600 bucks. Yes! Christ, watch it, will you? What do you think a stuntman is? He's a professional. If the camera jams, you get 600 bucks. And if Eli says, let's do it again, you get another 600. You're kidding. Oh, I'm not kidding. Yeah! 600 fucking bucks! Christ, what a dummy. Yeah! All right, uh, as things go on uh, still within the movie, we actually get a bad scene that no one's really happy about. Uh, Eli hates it. The writer is pissed. And oh, now the writer in the shows movie, up. within the movie. Yeah, I thought movie, you meant the, the actual movie. movie itself. No, no, the movie within the movie. I'm like, I don't remember or anything like that in the... No, no. <laughs> when will then be now? Soon. Okay. But we see the writer for the first time, and the writer is an actor I've seen a few times before. Another one of those that guy yep. guys. I don't recognize him from anything, and I can't pick him out, but that might be my own lack of movie I knowledge. think I've seen him more in, like, maybe 80s comedies. Yeah. Like, uh, so that could be maybe where you're missing out on that. Yeah, because God knows I don't like to laugh. Yeah, right? You hate that shit. <laughs> I also don't believe in God, so why am I saying he knows anything? <laughs> Or she knows. Uh-huh. Or she knows. Why do you have to assume God's gender? <laughs> uh, most of the pen holders were men. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, anyway, uh, so the writer and Eli kind of have a give and take here. You can tell there's tension, but I believe there's also a friendship there. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I was watching this, it reminds me of the back and forth that you and I have about yeah. stuff when we're kind of fake arguing. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Like to pull back the veil on the show. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit like... <laughs> that yeah exactly um when we do our fake arguments uh and not our real ones though those are intense and we don't share those on the air and usually we're naked and we've been fasting and sweating in a tent for like 16 days those technically aren't arguments that's just gay sex oh wait it's a couple of straight guys helping each other out there's <laughs> yeah, a big difference yeah big difference man huge difference no one's gay here okay <laughs> I like how you're offended at that inclination I, know, I thought that was supposed to be the whole point <laughs> just a couple we're, of guys helping each other on. out. We're supposed to be, we're just broing out. <laughs> nothing weird. There's nothing weird going on here. It's just a couple of bros. <laughs> anyway, we come later on that night. And we are having a nice little dinner party and uh, with our main police officer being invited. And that is our next clip. Problem is, Eli, way back when, when you were all so charged up about making a great big anti-war statement, 
They wouldn't let you. Well, now they'll let you, but you haven't got a war. What you do have, my friend, is a great deal of egg on your face. Vietnam is long since gone, and it's too damn late. This film I'm making is not about fighting war, Sam. Oh, really? No, it's about fighting windmills. You tell him, Eli. Hey. Appalling though it is, war isn't the disease. It's merely one of the symptoms. The rooms are full, the town is sold out, and I just hired a second crew. Eli, pray, what is the disease, Eli? Ah, Sam, interesting. Define the disease. Write me a new scene. The egg will drop from my face, and we shall have a relevant screenplay, maybe. Ask him. For he might know, mightn't you, Lucky? Tell us, how did you like Vietnam? How did you like the plague? <laughs> <laughs> Were you drafted? No. There you go, Sam. Another one. He hates war, but he enlisted. You fought out there for two years, actually out there for two years, killing people. I didn't kill that many people. Ah, you're modest, Lucky, and there is no need for we all dig a little violence. What was that you said on the beach? Oh, what? Something about being home for Thanksgiving. That you, uh, you better figure the guy coming at you is trying to kill you. That's it. Sam, perhaps that's what our film is about, being scared, shitless, whistling in the dark, inventing enemies. No, I'm not finished, does it? Everybody wants to take things away from me. You want to take my scene away, she wants to take my food. You got another scene, I'll write you another scene. It won't make a goddamn bit of difference. Studio will cut them all out anyway, like they do everything else. All you're gonna have left is a bunch of swell battle scenes, which when I was back there the last time, they said look just terrific. What'd they say about me? I know, never mind. Yeah. Take a guess. Yeah, turkey. Yeah. <laughs> well, they won't cut my scenes out. No? What makes you so special? Because they know that if they touch my film, I'll kill them. You mean bang? Kill them just like that? No, I'll kill them, and then I'll eat them. This is <laughs> disgusting. Waste not, want not. They call him Eli the Terrible. Sam, this picture is my child. What would you say if the studio said your daughter Jennifer would look better with her fingers chopped off? Well, being an insecure writer, I'd call my agent and get a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Don't go away, Bird. I want you. Jay. What an unexpected but delightful shock. I'm not talking to you. I understand you got that film out of the Duesenberg. This is the lab, Jake. I am talking to this gentleman. I want to see that film. Tell the chief of police it'll be our pleasure. As soon as we get it back, we'll ask him why. Why? You could tell you, Mr. Cross, that this inquiry comes from a source so high it is not his to question. It is his to do it or else. You see, somebody they're looking for may have been on the road when the car went off. Bert, you see anybody? Uh-uh. Hey, is your hero always blind? Yeah. She's crazy every day, so I look like Raymond. Would you tell the chief of police that Bert here was so busy being brilliant that he wouldn't have noticed sweet Jesus Christ walking across the water? He wouldn't have noticed. Has anybody seen this man? Bert, you have it upside down. The eyes go on the top, remember? A couple of telephone linemen saw this guy Cameron headed this way. Oh, fine, clean-cut kid. <laughs> I know a lot of angry, weary people who don't happen to think so. Really? Would you ask the chief of police what it was that this young man has done? This guy is wanted by a... The minute that film gets here, you give me a call, okay? How was Jill last night, Jake? <laughs> Jake and Jill. Clap, clap, clap. All right, enough for this. It's time to go dancing the park. All right. As long as you're back in 90 minutes. Remember, it's a shooting night for some of us. For those of us who give a shit. I give a shit to you. All right, so a nice little end of the night there. They want the video footage, though, so somebody's looking for our friend Cameron. There's no video footage. Footage. There's only film. They want the dailies. They want to see uh, what happened whenever the guy went off the bridge because they don't believe that that guy went off by accident. They want well, to make and they sure also no want to, on there. And they're looking for uh, Cameron. They're looking for new Bert, too. So <laughs> Yeah, did they start calling him Lucky yet? I think they started calling him yeah, Lucky. Yeah, they've already, already started calling him Lucky, yeah. 
Although I don't mind calling him Newbert. Newbert uh, is getting ready uh, to run. He's uh, like, fuck that. Cops are here. I'm out of here. Packs up some stuff. Justifiably so. Yeah. I mean, they beat people for <laughs> no provocation, so he's in trouble. Yeah. Well, he as he's leaving the resort, he sees Nina, and he starts thinking twice about it. Uh, well, it's Barbara Hershey in her prime, so why wouldn't you? Exactly. Nina and... Shit, Barbara Hershey nowadays might make me think twice about running. <laughs> Nina and Newbert, uh, they talk about the tower and his stunt that's coming up. He takes her all the way up to the tower where he's supposed to jump off of, and he seems to start... Not seems. He does start pressuring her to make the jump herself yeah. from the tower to the other uh, side of it. Yeah, I think he was trying to do the thing that guys like to do where they terrify a girl into sex. Oh, because, you know... A girl gets terrified enough, the only thing that's going to solve that is a cock. Yeah, that's probably what he's thinking. Uh, as she kind of says no, she sees that he's also scared to be making this stunt. He's, he's scared to make this jump. So she turns the tables on him and yep. opens up her ham wallet for him to put his dollar bill in. Yes, pretty much. As they try to spend some more time together, we see Eli and his entire team have been filming this entire interaction. No, they are lighting uh -huh. the tower. I don't know. Something tells me they're filming. Those two were not supposed to be up there. Yeah. And they were lighting the tower and practicing he said while you're up there can you stand up so that i can yeah get the the correct lighting for a side he has shot a nice little helicopter chair i like that. <laughs> well, it looks like a helicopter but it's a nice little crane chair that takes him everywhere yeah that's a big thing that this, I, this specially done eli's killer crane or yeah something like i would not want to ever go on a chair like that that would there make was me a vomit. seat belt I, yeah i couldn't do it i wouldn't want to do it either but still yeah. there was a seat belt uh anyway uh eli begins to have a convo and that is our next clip children we are lighting if you have noticed this you may be of use to us would you stand up and face the sea so we can see your profile oh thank you for the tour it was so informative i'm going to write my father he's so interested in god and things like that good evening want a lift oh christy lie palm trees yet more palm trees who had the audacity to put palm trees there? They will be in every shot. And what are palm trees doing waving around on a battlefield in Europe during the First World War? Answer them in that. Nina, the actress so fair, who fancied a man with blonde hair. But Raymond discovers, as he lifts up the covers, that his double, young Lucky, is there. Now. He lied. Yes. It's gotten to the point where I have to check under the stopper in the bathtub when I take a shower to make sure I have some privacy. Thank you, one and all, and good night. Step right up, folks. Ride the ride of the century on Eli's killer crane. Get in, I have a present for you. Thanks, I'll walk. Ah, you hot youth. In town for six hours only, captures the leading lady. Can't be bad, shouldn't be too depressed. Is it okay to be depressed about uh, you showing the cops the film? You don't really trust me, do you? Come here to me. You constantly amaze me. You don't go to movies. What are you, a communist? What were those handcuffs? Some sort of decoy disguise. Did you not know that King Kong the first was just three foot six inches tall? He only came up to Fay Ray's belly button. If God could do the tricks that we can do, he'd be a happy man. What are you so worried about the police and the film for? What am I worried about the police for? Look over here, Sam. Look through that. Looking for big, bad camera. This my present? No. Your present is some advice. You're wearing that look again, that gleam. It's so hostile. You're like some sprinter about to set a record for the 60 yards dash. Is that by all the fuzz are chasing you? What are you? Some sort of sexual freak? 
dashing across America and spurt to the fly open. You're close. What's your advice? Button your fly and be at the airport at 3 p.m. on Sunday with the rest of the crew. And then fly with us to where the setting sun bleeds into a million swimming pools a man can hide in. You do swim as well as run. I can swim like a fish. Why are you trying to save my ass? Because you're as crazy as the young man I'm making this film about. Besides, I've fallen madly in love with the dark side of your nature. All right, so we're starting to get a little bit of a glimpse of shit just ain't right on this film set. People would be crazy. I think everyone's nuts. Yeah, I think they're trying to establish that everybody who makes movies is a little bit insane. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Yeah, and especially maybe the more time you spend in Hollywood and in the filmmaking actual business, maybe the crazier you get. Well, you can see from the cover art poster there that the director is stylized to be the devil. Yes. (laughs) Which, when I picture Satan, I always want him to talk like a drunken Peter O'Toole. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's kind of, that's a little bit redundant saying drunken and Peter O'Toole in the same sentence. (laughs) Here are the coals. Go on in. Are there really any other way to have a Peter O'Toole besides drunken? No, no. That's about the only way to get your Peter (laughs) O'Toole. Well-pickled Peter O'Toole. Yes. Uh, Anyway, we come to the next day and it is action time. Uh, It's a really well put together scene, actually, in the actual movie as well. That's Uh, what I love the most about these movie and a movie things is they can do these ridiculous set pieces that have no purpose yeah other than the fact that hey we're making a movie in the movie yeah right wink wink nudge nudge so, check this out we he gets a lot of you know we have a lot of new Burt running uh, with shots being fired kind of at him and things exploding around him and I think you can tell new Burt's having some flashbacks to Vietnam days yeah he's panicking a little bit but the fear on his face is selling what he needs to do for yes, the movie exactly so of course Eli loves it and the movie crew thinks that oh wow this guy's really good at pretending to be an actor who is all also the stuntman. Yeah. Uh, as you know, they get in there uh, the main stuntman, uh, he tosses him off the roof and you know, he falls onto his little big mat there. And so, or the big inflatable, yeah. uh, thing there, the safety mat, the yeah. safety mat, the thing and, that saves your life when you fall on it. Yes. And, and you then, should probably not smoke around and yet someone brings him a cigarette right up onto well, it. Of course, man. It, this is this eighties. Yeah, yeah. Safety wasn't a thing. I mean, the doctor was having a cigarette when you were born. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's a thing. Actually, that probably did happen, Boz. <laughs> still not a thing. It's still a thing, Boz. Sometimes they had a cigar, Boz. It's a thing. See, that happened. Thank you. Thank you, David. Um. So anyway, uh, Cam uh, uh, Newbert does make the jump successfully. Everything looks great. He's still freaked because he wasn't expecting some of the things that happened in the scene to happen. Well, that's because they didn't tell him the whole story. The canopy yeah. was supposed to catch his fall. Yes. But the canopy broke away and he fell through a skylight onto a bed with yes. two naked people that were getting their fuck on. Yeah. And it's in the horror those, house for the Nazis. Yes. And so then they he was lifted up. He got onto a room and they pretty much started tearing all his clothes off because he, you know, he was at a whorehouse for... These weren't Nazis though because it's World War One, so they're just Germans. Eh. They Germans, Nazis, Nazis all the same. Wow. Okay then. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, they were bad guys in World War One. They were bad guys in World War Two. Nazis are Nazis. Alright. Anyway, as I carry him, the scene is cut and everyone loves the scene especially Eli he thinks the scene went really well everything did the whole thing went really really well you can tell new uh new Bert has a love-hate relationship with Eli kind of like he respects him he likes him but then gets really pissy because he feels like he's being taken advantage of no I think you nailed it the first time right off the bat where it's not so much that he feels like he's being taken advantage of but that fear of what's going to happen next and not knowing he has an issue with and I think that's triggering some PTSD in him yes 
because he does have quite a few moments where he starts to lose his shit because something got triggered in him. Yeah. Um, after this, where they talk more, uh, there's some distasteful language about um, uh, people of, of, uh, of, well, of, you know, different races, especially maybe a race that uh, he's from Newbert Viet- would have seen. He's from Vietnam, so he yes. uses racial slang that was used by soldiers who fought in Vietnam. Yes, there you go. That's the best way to put it. And Peter O'Toole's character is taken aback by that, that he actually uses yeah. that phrase. He thought it was just um, a thing that they made up to be put in movies and things. He didn't realize that that was actually a thing. Yes. But unfortunately, racial slurs in wartime. It's a thing. That is a thing. Racial yeah. slurs in general. It's a thing. Yeah, that's unfortunately. That's also unfortunately a thing. Thanks, Dave. Thank you either way, Dave. Yep. Uh, anyway, we are now watching the dailies, and that is our next clip. How they uh, get the film developed so fast? What's the matter with you? Don't let the fact that Eli treats you as an equal go to your head, because you're not. Thank you. Oh, Nina, we're trying to watch these wretched dailies. I'm sorry, Eli. He can say whatever he wants to, right? That's right. That's great. What is going on in that dim little brain of yours? How dare you open your mouth to him like that? Have you the vaguest idea of what he's trying to say to people at this film? That man is the kindest, the most dedicated. Nina, you can go now. Stress, things don't change. Try to get one of our guys to do that on a P-52. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the masterpiece! <laughs> masterpiece! I like it, I don't know. Jesus, Eli, I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah, it's so awful. It's beautiful. I do wish I could use it. That's all we need. We need something, Simon. Damn well, you know it. Something better. Better? How better? Something less boring. Something Mm -hmm. crazier. A dead man's boots are dropped over his own airfield out of chivalry. That's not crazy enough for you, huh? They did it in a film called Wings. Even the dummy was born. Eli, you simply will not accept the fact that we are living on borrowed time. We're shaking a finger at them, Sam, and we shouldn't. If we've anything to say, it's best to slip it in while they're all laughing and crying and jerking off at all the sex and violence. He should do something outrageous. Like what? Like catching an authentic stench of madness behind all that good, clean fun. I mean, why did we pick World War One in the first place, the ultimate romantic insanity? Answer like me. what, Eli? Like what? I don't know. Like what? Like what young lucky might do were he to be on the wing of that aeroplane. I mean, picture that, Sam, for it'd be a bloody sight more real than that plastic dummy thing. Oh, reality. Reality. Is that what you're after, Eli? I thought you wanted something uh, outrageous. Oh, reality can be pretty outrageous. Think of a lucky young soldier boy there. Three days ago, what was he? A young turkey scuttling around. Now he's... Hurtling off bloody great buildings, he's zooming through the air, breaking his balls, doing stunts he can't have dreamt of. Tell me, Lucky, what would you do if you were in that aeroplane and about to die? I'd probably dance for joy. I might even do a jig. <laughs> a jig. <laughs> Terrific. We'll do it. Uh, uh, what? A jig. Eli. All right. A jig's too far. A Charleston. A Charleston. Yes, a Charleston. A Charleston on the wing of the aeroplane. Yeah, Charleston's ridiculous. Exactly. Charleston is silly, Eli. Nobody will believe it. I shall do it and they will believe it. You'll get a laugh, Eli. Only when I want them to laugh. Right, Lucky? So Eli's a bit of a madman. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it might be all the alcohol. No, no, that would be why Peter O'Toole took this role. Oh, well, that too. I think they paid him in cheap vodka. Uh, well, I bet it wasn't so cheap. <laughs> um, but you're, no, you're yeah. overestimating the kind of vodka he would work for. <laughs> Eli is, uh, yeah, three shades of crazy. Uh, <laughs> the further this movie goes, the more I want to hang out with this film crew. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd love to make a movie with them as long as I'm not one of the stuntmen. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me not even the actors are all that safe on this 
set. You mean like a, I don't know, like a just a normal camera dude? <laughs> no, not even that would yeah. be okay, because then something could come hurling at you and jam the camera into your eye. That's true. That too. <laughs> what you want to be is the makeup lady, because she gets to put things in her ham wallet and not have to worry about damage unless it's, you know, an so STD. So you want to put things in your ham wallet? Kinda. <laughs> Uh, it's not mine i just get to borrow it every now and then <laughs> when i want to put my dollar bills in it dollar dollar bills y'all wait why is that plural <laughs> i got three of them okay we're gonna talk later <laughs> no i will not star in a porn that you finance god damn it every time somebody finds this out is, i have three of them this is the money maker man which one the one in the middle or the one on the side but all of them <laughs> can't have one that's the other type thing to make the big money <laughs> Do they juggle? Do they tell a fucking story? (laughs) The story is I have three of them for some weird reason. Oh, man. That's the dumbest joke we've done in a long time. Probably. Anyway, the stunt of the plane is happening now. Um, It seems that the pilot of the plane is jamming champagne down his gullet. Uh, Well, they have a whole sequence that goes on. Yeah. And there's actually several gags and several stunts that they roll together. And I, I really like the way that this movie does that, where you see the completed film and then they take you out of it to when the guy... I calls cut and then you see the behind the scenes thing yeah like i said like uh he well you see him in, in film he's doing the dance uh and then you know the the plane kind of moves and he looks like he's barely hanging on to the wing and then when it cuts to the movie making part and you see he's barely off the ground while you know going in a circle while hanging on to the wing yeah and you could kind of tell in the shot that he was hanging from a wire anyway yeah and then it was like well that's lame am i supposed to believe he's doing this in the fucking clouds it looks like he's doing this four foot off the ground and hanging from a hey movie <laughs> hey movie and thanks then, for calling attention to your own fakery it seems that plane is landing while he's on the wing and it seems like it almost like right when it hits the ground it looks like he flies off to the front and zooms and then the movie cuts to his face zooming up because he just scored sex with Nina that was an interesting dissolve that they did it, yeah. yeah that was an interesting cut because <laughs> right as the shot completes and yeah. then crosses over he is completing and he's also ejected off of the plane and then you see his face go up almost as if you know he he's just, ejected off the plane he as, he's injecting, as he's injecting into <laughs> her, her vagina. vagina yes exactly and weirdly enough right after he completes he whispers this into her ear she seemed rather happy about yeah uh, she uh, just said yeah it's good to be home all the sex and everything that leads to our next clip oh i set the alarm in case we dozed off i have to study my scene for tomorrow the old lady at the cemetery it's brutal why'd they cast uh you as an old lady well i start out as a young girl i'm hiding this american flyer i'm austrian you turn off the clock but finally he leaves me I've another little patriot in my belly. Why couldn't I double for both of you? I don't look half bad. Use the money. <laughs> Honey, you'll ruin it. Take it off. The clock's electric. It'll ring forever. Eli might really go for this. What is the matter with you? Nothing. Everything's fine. What are you doing? Hey, see, that's Eli yelling his head off for you to work on your scene. That's us uh, singing up yours, Eli. I like that. Would you please leave? I want to make love to you while Eli's screaming his head off. <laughs> You tell him, Eli. Eli, why don't you? I've been thinking. Why don't you just let the kid go, huh? Oh, Chuck keeps a perfectly good eye on him. Eli, he's dangerous to have around. Now stop playing games, huh? 
Just tell Jake you've replaced him. I don't understand you, Eli. What are you so hooked on with him? He helps me to understand the young man in our story. That's bullshit. You True. Know. Eli, come on. Oh, Sam, you read in the newspaper of a landmine left over from some war that from time to time goes off suddenly. He's like one of those. You read of a boy in a bell tower who shoots a dozen students for no reason at all. His mother says he was such a good son. Probably. I want to know what he really did. Who cares? I care. Bullshit. True. Eli, come on. I love how Eli gets called on all of his horse shit. Yeah. And he's like, you're not wrong to his friend. Like, he's just yeah. totally like, yeah, you you got me, whatever. And then he just keeps going. Yeah. No big deal. He doesn't care. Not at he all. He knows he's wrong, but whatever. Fuck it. Um, They uh, they watched the part of the film of the, he and uh, old Bert and, or new Bert watches with the lead stuntman, the film of old Bert kind of losing his cool and drowning in the car. So lane stuntman still doesn't know that, you know, it was new Bert who this problem but at the same time going over how you know you don't want to panic in these scenes because that's yeah, the problem but he, the guy was supposed to go over the bridge regardless yeah he panicked because I think the things being thrown at him but still it that I mean he was supposed to go off the bridge but he, yeah he panicked once he hit the water yeah whatever yeah. I don't I don't really think it's his fault they did no it, it, it's not uh, oh you mean Newbert it's not Newbert's it's fault it's not Newbert's fault I don't think so either yeah. the, as the stepman said the lead stepman he was supposed to go in the water anyway and then he panicked and he didn't do any part of the getting out of the car right yeah so i mean that car was easily it's not like whatever he did made the car unable to get out of well and, and also it's not newbert's fault anyway because he doesn't know it's a movie all he knows is that it looks like a car's trying to run him down yeah fancy or not someone's trying to run him down he's gonna throw shit at him yeah fight or flight man fight or flight and this guy's fight reflex is really fucking good yes um sam uh comes up uh the writer comes up and he has idea for a new part of the scene and uh, instead of like flowers for the old lady at the grave scene he saw a statue or a something greater and he does a bear humping a girl statue for the grave scene. It's and actually a bronze yeah. automaton clock kind of yeah. like clockwork model But it is thing. a bear humping a girl. Yes it yeah. is exactly that but it's, yeah. it's something that was like circa of that time frame that people would have these, yeah. these, these particular naughty art pieces were a thing that people made and had like it was a collector's thing. It's a thing. Thank you, David. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and yeah, and Eli loves it after, you know, it made it look like it, he didn't. Well, he yeah, of course. They loved it, actually. Of course Eli loves it. It's bestiality in a brass animated form. Of course he loves it. Yeah, man, this guy's nuts. That's all about what Eli likes is <laughs> weird shit like that. <laughs> exactly. I kind of liked it. I was looking it up on eBay to see if I could find one and they don't exist. God damn it. <laughs> uh, after the uh, grave scene, we come to uh, the makeup room and maybe some gossip and that is our next clip. Come on, Denise, let's not get Eli Mann. Hey, don't panic. He's still got that whole big emotional scene to do with a dog food lady before he even gets to you. Well, hello there, guys. Well, we got a set call in 40 minutes. You're all probably not even going to work until midnight. You wait. Eli will wave his wand and get it out of her in five minutes. Oh, no, you're confused. He got it into her in five minutes. <laughs> to get it out of her, it takes longer. Uh-oh, somebody didn't know. Hey. Hey, Blondie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I'm a woman's corner. I'd say anything. 
Number one, makeup girl's kind of mad that uh, uh, probably that new uh, new Bert went on hooking up with lead actress. And we find out Nina. Nobody wants to be the one that you hit it and quit it with. No. <laughs> Nobody and, likes that. And we find out that uh, Eli and Nina had a thing. It's a thing. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Although we find out later on. But, uh, so not a thing. Yeah, we find that out later on. <laughs> As they finish that scene, we actually do see that kind of there there is some sort of uh, affection still between her and Eli as they do kind of a really close very much bonding hug after she completes her graveyard scene you could say that yeah yeah but you've never hugged me like that (laughs) in all fairness I think I've hugged two people like that one of them is my wife and the other one's not me that's the problem all right (laughs) but maybe we can talk about that later the other one will never be you Aww. I have to care about someone to be able to embrace them like that. That's the point of that hug. So you there's could, genuine love and affection. You can the fucking two of them. fake it, all right? <laughs> Just may, let me believe. You of all people should know that I can't fake it. <laughs> Eli meets with Newbert, and that is our next clip. Feedy up the soldier. Last one there is our medic We'll be rushing to our sleep. Having trouble staying awake? Stick of gum would you care for? Stick of gum makes you hum. Do you read? Short words. Schickel and Bergenstadt. A couple of Dutch comedy writers. You see it has pictures. But no skimming now. Chuck will quiz you on it. If you pass, you win a free trip to Amsterdam, and you can stick your finger in a dike. What the hell is this? A pamphlet on how to get out of a sunken car. In Holland, you see, they have a problem with canals, so these gentlemen are experts. Did Bert read this? Offhand, I'd say no, wouldn't you? No chance. There you go, rejecting me yet again. Bert, you are not being reasonable. Gentlemen and Jake, I have exactly two minutes of borrowed time. I'm in the middle of a scene. Uh, you've met the chief of police, have you, Bert? Jake? Oh, of course you've... Uh, turn over! This is Bert, the stuntman driving that car. The guy with me is Thompson from the FBI. Jeez. I don't see anybody else on the road. Did you, Bert? Uh-uh. My buddy and I saw that fellow Cameron break out of the woods and head that way, down the road. I had a clear view. I was on top of the pole. Mr. Cross, do you mind if we look at this again? Help yourself, gentlemen. The room is yours. But waiting for me are 60 people who are being paid money for doing nothing. Bert, come on. You have reading to do. Hey, Bert, it's amazing you're still alive, considering who you're working for. Well, come on, Bert. We have time to kill you yet. Did you see that place? Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and we'll just run it one more time? Run it all day. I don't know. I'm not going Right. Why are you lagging? What is wrong? Trying to figure it out. Where was I? How tall is King Kong? Three foot six. I have versions of all sorts. Care to go back and see one? In one version, you fly the helicopter and I'm driving the Dusenberg. It's the Dilly. How about the version where I go over the bridge and drown in the water? What is this? Why would I want to harm you? You don't like my tattoo. I think it's beautiful. I think it's heroic. I think it'll be a major work which may rank with the Campbell's tomato soup can. Not. I have a picture to make. Will you take that damn thing and will you read it? I knew a guy once. Stepped on a bouncing Betty booby trap. All stepping on it was the problem. When you step off, it explodes. So all he could do was just stand there. So they've been playing it up that uh, Newbert, a.k.a. Cameron, a.k.a. Lucky, has been suspecting that Eli has been trying to kill him. And that's yeah. why the stunts are getting crazier and crazier with him there. I don't think Eli's trying to kill him as much as that, that's in old Bert's mind of he's kind of crazy. Newbert. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, it strikes you also. Although, to me, it doesn't seem like the people on the set are crazy, particularly even Eli. It seems to me like they live in a fantasy world world so much where they're making movies and everything that they communicate in outrageous comedically kind of fantasy world terms where they're not living in reality almost like stage performance yeah, instead of like, just film it's more like a, like like the the, well, the yeah, stage 
they're they're constant storytellers, so they're always yucking it up and coming up with weird ideas, and they never really drop character, even when they're doing directing work. He's playing at being a director, but he's also an actual really good director. So I think that's kind of what's going on, and the reason that it's so played up and over the top is for us, the average filmgoer that's supposed to be watching this, they want you to feel as out of your depth and shocked as what a guy who's never even fucking seen a full-fledged movie before, like yeah. Cameron, a.k.a. Lucky, a.k.a. Newbert. Yes, exactly. A.k.a. Steve Railsback, a.k.a. played Charles Manson. And then add more to the fact that maybe even for a normal person or a well-adjusted person, this would be a, a heavy thing to deal with. Uh-huh. Now, add to the fact this is not a well-adjusted young man. <laughs> this is very much a fucked up young man. This is a guy it who- Makes it even, maybe even double, you know. This is a guy who did what he had to do to get back in one yeah. piece from Nam. And he's not quite right from that. And he never really fully came back from he, Nam. He really didn't come back from Nam in one piece. So this is- Basically, if Rambo didn't get busted for vagrancy, Rambo became a stuntman while yeah, on the run. Exactly. That's basically this is what pretty this much movie is. is. Yeah. All right. We have a tank chase scene that is cut uh, uh, prematurely. A cut is yelled out prematurely, and that causes Eli to go full Christian Bale in our next clip. Cut. Who said cut? I had a film runner. Get up. Come on back out of here. How many feet of film are left in that camera, Gabe? 33. God damn your fucking eyes. How dare you yell cut on my set? Well, what the hell, Eli? 33 feet is nothing. It is 22 seconds, Henry. In 22 seconds, I could break your fucking spine. In 22 seconds, I could pinch your head off like a fucking insect and spin it all over the fucking pavement. In 22 seconds, I could put 22 bullets inside your ridiculous gut. What I seem unable to do in 22 seconds is to keep you from fucking up my film. I just can't tell you how pleased I was when you congratulated me after my scene this afternoon. All the other glowing tributes just faded to nothing. Nevertheless, I am canceling your invitation to an intimate party given by my parents to honor me on the occasion of my birthday. But don't feel too badly. It's consolation for a lovely evening mist. I am presenting you with the Good Sport of the Month Award. Mr. Bone, would you please notify this young savage that it's customary to cover one's privates when accepting an award? I mean, it's one of the common courtesies, like congratulating. What should I congratulate you for? The fucking scene? Or for fucking the director? For fucking the director, honey. Didn't you know that's how little girls get into the movies? My friend, taking my life in my hands, I must inform you that you are an asshole. Being a devout masochist, it follows that I am Eli's best friend. And I know quite a lot about him and Nina. You and the whole fucking crew, buddy. They met three years ago. Two lonely people rattling around New York. A brutal winter. Eli's marriage had just broken up. All she had to do was tell me. That's all, just tell me. She could have done that in four seconds, kid. They went to bed once. They were lousy as lovers. But they had a problem. They liked each other. They recognized an area of mutual sensitivity. I'm boring you. Are you telling me that he banged her once three years ago? I'm going to see if they can put me up in the employee's toilet. He banged her twice to confirm the awful truth. Was she supposed to be a virgin? Yeah. Yeah. I had a virgin once. Had to go to Guatemala for it. She was blind in one eye, and she had a stuffed alligator that said, Welcome to Miami Beach. 
What an incredible prick. What? Uh, Newbert. Newbert? Yeah. I liked uh, Sam's little story there. Uh, yeah, but when you learn more about what happened to Newbert, you kind of understand why he's flying oh, off the handle. That's true. It, it, it's and he true. thinks that she's double timing him. He didn't bother to learn when the time frame was. Yeah. And he may also think that she's double timing Eli with him, but Eli may be okay with it, but he's not. The problem is, is that Bert doesn't communicate his feelings. He doesn't share like a big boy. He just lets it bottle all up until it explodes like yeah. a fucking shotgun blast all over somebody's face. He's got to be manly. Well, yeah, it's not healthy to feel feelings. A man's no. allowed to experience two emotions in his life, rage and anger. That's right. That's, that's how it's it. supposed to work. Motherfucker. Yeah, and that's what turns a bunch of men into toxic little babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I want everything to go my way. Newbert uh, goes down and meets with Nina's family for her birthday. She sees him and, uh, you know, she starts crying and they have a nice little makeup session there where, you know, they make up and all that. So. They make up and out in front of her parents. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. So <laughs> You uh, make up and out in front of your parents? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> And in front of your parents. Do you purposely cause fights just so you can make out in front of your parents? Yes, all parents, (laughs) not just mine. I make sure people are parents before I make out in front of them. (laughs) And then you yell at them when they try to avert their eyes. (laughs) Look at it! I'm performing this for your benefit! (laughs) Look at us! Another crew member gets drunk and has decided to quit the shoot. And he talks to Cam, and that is our next clip. Hey, Lucky. Guess who told him to take the job? Stop it. You quit. Fucking it. But not before splitting my schlitz for the one guy. Except me. Means he gave a shit off that. Like me to take it out of this, sir? Ah, change is yours, son. Except that. That's a very special dime. You know what that is? Uh, it's Eli Cross's ass. <laughs> I mean, some guys think because you're easy going, you know, they can just walk all over you. Bullshit. If you kill a man and I have from the police? Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm blowing the whistle. With this dime in that phone. Who do you think he is? What the hell are you doing? Hey, Lucky! What are you doing? Dad! Hey, watch that it! That damn man here. You don't believe me. Want to see Marks? I'm lucky to be alive. It's the whole damn thing. They never touch you. Don't drive. Come on, Henry. It's okay. Come on, not today. When Bert went in the water, I could see from up there in the chopper. Something was wrong. So I stopped shooting. And this crazy man gets me by the throat and starts hollering to roll the film. I mean, there's a man down there dying. He's screaming, keep shooting, keep shooting. He starts fighting me for the switch and falls down. Like a crazy house up to him thrashing around on the floor. He didn't care about Bert. All he cared about was getting that dying man on film. Oh, shit. I better get that cab, Damn. Yeah, now is this a disgruntled drunk cameraman who's talking shit about a director or is the director really losing his shit and choking the guy for not filming when he thinks there's trouble? I think I think, I think think Eli's starting to lose it. I don't think so. Really? I, no, I really truly don't. Well, maybe it's a little bit of both. I think Lee, Eli wants to get a shot regardless and I think what he was getting at was he may be okay. We're going to miss this shot if he's not okay. If he's not okay, there's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah. So get the the fucking shot exactly i think that's why eli was strangling the guy yeah, maybe. that's why eli was fr- freaking out it's not that eli didn't care that the guy was dying it's that he knew that they couldn't do anything about it and he was either going to be okay or not but if he is okay they're using the footage if he's not they're not using it yeah well maybe and, i don't know man and i mean but the, if the way that most directors work even if he's not okay unless they can prove that he used the footage 
crazy, might as well use a fucking footage. Uh, I'm just saying, right now, if you're a new Bert, you're not feeling too good. Uh, no, no, this movie is specifically engineered to be from new Bert's perspective to where new Bert is a little terrified of what might happen to him because Eli seems like he's lost his mind. Right. And no one is reaping the benefits. Well, next day, the dailies are being watched and Nina's parents are there. And, <laughs> I love this scene. And they just happen to throw in a nude scene of Nina's in with another man and uh, while her parents are watching it. Barbara Hershey had. Yes. Huh? Yes. Lovely tush. Thank you, movie. Thank you very much, movie. Yeah. If you really pay attention, even though I only got the DVD, there's a Blu-ray of this I might have to upgrade to, but I only had the DVD of it. But if you really pay attention, you do see a little bit of a nip slip there from Barbara Hershey, too, in that scene. Oh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> doubly thank you, movie. Yeah. Um... And then, so her parents have to watch that. That's kind of uncomfortable. Ah, oh, they've seen her naked before. What's the big deal? Uh, well, it's uncomfortable for them. Are you sure? Yeah, they didn't. They're, yeah. Okay. So parents aren't supposed to enjoy watching their kid in a sex scene in a movie. No. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Did, did you do some work back in college you're not proud of? <laughs> I'm proud of all the work I did in college. <laughs> it started as an innocent modeling job. No one would hire me to model anything. <laughs> That's not true. I actually have modeled stuff before. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. I know. I was a model. Oh. I got paid and everything. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's sex? No. Oh. It was actual money. Oh, nice. It wasn't putting bills in ham wallets. It was oh, putting actual no bills, bills in actual, actual wallets. <laughs> So fucking stupid. Oh my god. This show is so deteriorated. <laughs> it's nowhere near what I ever intended it to be. Uh I love seeing the look of disappointment and disgust on your face. It makes me feel warm inside. <laughs> makes you miss talking to your dad, doesn't it? <laughs> that look of disappointment and disgust. Yeah. Fucking ow. Can we go <laughs> toss the ball around a little bit? Yeah, but you better call your pops first. <laughs> The next scene, we see Nina is unable to get into a, uh, an emotional state for a scene she's supposed to be in. So Eli uses the only thing he knows how and informs her that her parents got to see her sex scene in the movie due to a unfortunate snafu, which does cause Nina to break down for a little bit. So, damn, Eli will do just about anything to get a scene. As a director, it is your duty to <laughs> duty. do that, to force someone into a very uncomfortable emotional state so that it comes across on the screen the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. That's just what you're supposed to do. Yeah. People aren't supposed to like you at the end of it for it. They're just supposed to enjoy the work that you got out of them. You're not there to make friends. You're there to drown a stuntman for a good shot. <laughs> I think that was my high school motto. Anyway. Uh, Oddly enough, it really is my high school motto. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to drown a stuntman for a shot. God damn, that is oddly specific. I would like to see the alternative photography for that. <laughs> Most likely to drown a stuntman for a good shot. It's court. Ah, that's me. All right. Um, Nina and Cam are in bed, and that is our next clip. Odd that you would record a sex scene for a clip, but okay. Open all windows slowly to keep pressure. Caving in the roof. For Eli to trick them like that, why would he do it? He's not an evil man. You're right, he's not an evil man. He's a crazy man. What? Water pressure at 200 feet can crush a man to the size of an egg. He wants that on film. So he's gonna kill me. 
What are you babbling about? It's a rotten shame about your folks and your naked ass, but dying always scared me a little, okay? Well, you're beginning to scare me. Did you know that Eli almost strangled a man because he stopped the camera when Bert got killed? You take the word of some malcontent technician. I saw the bruises. And I saw Eli that night when he told Bert's brother on the phone. I saw the tears. It doesn't change the fact that the man is crazy. If he had his way, there wouldn't be a soldier left alive by morning. But I'm the only soldier he's got on hand. I don't even know if he knows why he's doing it. But it's a great idea. I mean, the genuine, dumb grunt cashing in before your very eyes. The real McCoy, kill two birds with one stone. It's got nice logic to it. Problem is, both birds are me. Stop it. I'd die if anything happened to you. It's my father. I won't talk to him. You're all driving me crazy. I won't talk to him. Listen, tell him I'm not here. Hello? Tell him anything. Tell him I'm at work. Yeah, Sure, Chuck. Yeah, I'll meet you in an hour. For me. Please, you know, people keep secrets around here. What if I said I wasn't going to do this stuff? I'd say fine. What if I said I was going to leave tonight and I wanted you to come with me? But we have one more day of shooting. What if I can't wait? I have two more scenes. That's a shame. I can meet you. Look, don't do this, don't. You think Eli's a killer, then you just call the police. I mean, that is all I need right now after what I've been through. For you to give me now or never ultimatums and to tell me my director's insane? Will you look at this, Mother? I'll bet those guys could build a quarter horse out of a jackass. Why not? You built a stuntman out of what? Stuntman. Three days and you've already grown those big brass balls. Jump up and down so I can hear them clank. Then do me a favor, leave them at home for this gag. There's just enough room in this car for a normal guy who thinks. All right, show me how long you can hold your breath. Now look around, what do you see? No roll bar. That's because the roof caving in really looks gassy on film. Your protection's in the back of the seat. It's steel sheeting. You listening to me? You got good lungs. Now there's no shoulder harness because of the show on film. So when the car hits the water, you brace yourself against the steering wheel. It's reinforced. You couldn't break it loose with dynamite. You getting lightheaded yet? All right, now you keep your hands off the doors. You're leaving through the window. Now you lower them slowly as you sink to equalize the pressure. What are you waiting on? I'm not going to be down there holding your hand. Slower. Now when the car hits the bottom, the windows are going to be open and you're going to make like a minnow. But first, a little fresh air wouldn't hurt. You reach under the seat and what do you know? A regulator. Don't worry, there'll be one there tomorrow. You keep your face forward. The camera's behind you and it's still running. Now when the water gets above your nose, you gotta look like you're drowning. Bert wasn't too good at that. <laughs> he convinced me. Hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> Joking about a man's death like it's no big deal. Yeah. What are they, directors drowning him for good shots? Jesus. Well, I mean, kinda. <laughs> yeah, but then we also hear that uh, the Bert, uh, Eli did cry while calling old Bert's brother to inform him of his passing. Yes, but what if Barbara Hershey's character is in on it and she's just using her ham wallet to keep his dollar bill on set? Or what if Eli is able to turn on the water works especially in front of her to make her believe that right because mm-hmm. you know she's a woman women are dumb and gullible when it comes to emotions and they want to believe that men have them when they don't holy god oh shit i said that out loud <laughs> yeah man that would that went out there uh honey if you're listening i really do love you i didn't mean any of that i swear god why do i feel like someone's rolling up a paper right now to hit somebody with <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not gonna be a paper oh oh nine tails <laughs> nine tails the cat of nine tails <laughs> oh no 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 oh. no those are too good for me apparently oh. <laughs> what the, I mean, does she wear brass ducks and call you a whore <laughs> 
what my wife and I do <laughs> with my brass knuckles and my whore mouth is none of your business. I'm sorry. It's just, you keep sending me the fanfics. There's no and, fanfic of this. This is stuff that actually happened. You, I mean, no, it that never happened. <laughs> Shut up. Just do the fucking notes. I'm trying to, but you keep putting your diary open right to this part in front of my notes. Can you stop it? I just want you to proofread it. <laughs> Why would I have you proofread anything? <laughs> you are so much worse well, at English but, than me. But worse than that, why would you have me proofread a diary? Who else is reading it? That? that is such a stupid <laughs> joke. I hate us. <laughs> Back to the notes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the two try to leave, uh, but Eli has had all the roads and uh, all the cops close all the roads leading out of this resort, so no one's getting in or out right now. Right, and it has nothing to do with the fact that it's a closed set and they need to keep people safe. Yes. It's all because there's a manhunt still going on, yet they haven't searched the resort top to bottom for the man that they're hunting. Exactly. Nina and Eli are arguing about uh, New Bert. Uh, Eli seems to be losing it a little bit more and more, and Nita brings up that maybe he is trying to hurt uh, New uh, or, or, uh, new Guy, uh, New Bert. Uh, new Bert and Nina, they are having a heart-to-heart and that is our next clip. How'd you know I was down here? The desk clerk. Hey, how about that for luck, huh? First from New York. There's no picture on the license. Who are you? Amen. Who the hell are you? Somebody trying to stay alive. Anybody can get through the dogs in a quicksand. Who'd Eli say I was? Jack the Ripper. Why do they want you? Eli tell you, I did the same as everybody else, just one of the boys. I shot my M16 at every sound. Of course, I didn't know if I was killing the cherries. New kids from the States, we called them cherries. So they were for maybe 15 minutes. So after the war, I went home, and I guess I expected something. Free car wash, double blue chip stamps. Instead, uh, they looked at me like I was going to start killing babies or something. I was supposed to get married. Really nice cream parlor. I got to go. Um, what about the roadblocks? I'll go through the woods. But don't you suppose there'll be cops in the woods? But what the hell? It's a nice night. I love the woods at night. It might be such fun. We just keep going. You said we. What about your two scenes? That's right, you're right. One of them is uh, three pages of me making tuna fish salad for an American flyer in 1917. And I have to weigh that against losing the man I love. It's a big decision. Don't make me crazy, Nina. I'm sorry, I'm a little crazy myself. I won't lose you. And I don't even know who you are. Why are they after you? What did you do? What happens to me in the woods? Am I going to need a bayonet, too? The charge was uh, attempted murder. A bestest cop said him. Caught me breaking into a store. Not to rob it, no. Oh, I was there to kill the guy who owned it. Oh, why? Because it seemed like a good idea to twist his head off. Instead of going to be his partner when I came back. Lying son of a bitch is real sorry things were slack. Slack my ass. He just didn't want me hanging around because he was banging my old lady. So I went down to his store and I started banging on his door. And I'm banging on his door. It's two o'clock in the morning. That son of a bitch ain't nobody. Open up! You're him. Maybe he's screwing up behind the counter. Huh? You behind the counter, you bastard. No, it's behind the counter. 41 different flavors of ice cream. And all that fucking syrup. And those Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse faces on the wall! I grabbed this hot fudge pop and I went running across the goddamn room! And you know, you motherfuckers! Masters around! Right into that shelf full of animals. And it started ringing pussy cats and monkeys and kangaroo cookies just like Noah's Ark. How long should a girl wait, she says? How long? 
the goddamn ever bitch. That's how long. That's how long I picked up this that ice cream flavor in the mutt. Royal Bavarian chocolate misty. I started running with it. You pissed up your Royal Bavarian strawberry snatch. <laughs> funny. Oh, baby. <laughs> 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 Come here. We gotta get organized. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me get up. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm gonna have an accident. Let me, let me get out of the bathroom. Now you missed the main part. Killer Cameron's ghastly crime. See, I was freaked out of my head now. And there was this, this flashlight that started shining me in the face. So I grabbed this ice cream bucket and I slapped it. <laughs> Right on that guy's head. It's not funny, they. No, it wasn't him. It was a cop. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was knocked out, so I got out of there. I mean, how the hell did I know he was going to lay there all night with his head in ice cream? Oh, my God, he died? No, no, he went to a hospital. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, you see, that ice cream is goddamn cold. His, his, uh, tip of his nose, it did frozen, his, and his earlobe frozen. It was, it was terrible. No, it, no, it's not funny. It's, it, his ear froze. His nose froze. No, no, no. His ear froze off. No. Yes. No, no, no. And his ear low. I gotta go. It's not funny. It's a bad year to be messing with cops. No, no, it's too late. You get the FBI down on your ass. Hey. If we woke up Eli, if we woke him up and told him about the ice cream, you think he'd forgive me? Call off the stunt? All right, so here we see that uh, Eli may not be the actual crazy one. This, yeah, this guy left his mind behind the day that he found out his woman was banging the guy who he co-owned an ice cream shop with. Well, he was going to. It sounds like probably his best friend. So his best friend and his and his wife or something like that. Soon to be wife. They were going to be married and she asked how long a woman should wait when she started sleeping with his best friend who apparently swindled him out of the ice cream business. Yes. And the ham wallet he was keeping his bills in. Yeah, man. I'm telling telling you that's not a best friend it's not a best friend at all <laughs> no it's the kind of friend you are dude whoa oh that you think is a cheap shot yeah that's a cheap shot dick <laughs> just because it's accurate that is no way shape or form accurate <laughs> only because you can't get a girl whoa i have a wife <laughs> now i can't swindle a business i would never be able to run a business so i couldn't swindle a business from anybody <laughs> and you've never stolen a girl or would you be able to steal a girl from another guy no, I would basically be unable to steal a girl from a guy. <laughs> like to pick her up and walk away? Yeah, I couldn't do that. That might get a bad back. It's just awful. <laughs> and then, like, you know, you also didn't have the game to talk her away from another person either. No, and nor would I try. <laughs> you act like I, it's I, something that's so horrible to do. It is, man. Oh, fine. Judge me. <laughs> Uh, I always thought something was going on. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I am them. You are them. I'm that scumbag. And you tried to force it all on me. <laughs> That's my MO. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm projecting onto you. <laughs> the two tried to leave, but Eli has had uh, the cops close all the roads leading to and out of the resort. Again, the cops should have been doing this all along. Yeah. But because it took they've Eli been looking for a guy, it. but now finally Eli's doing it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, however, uh, Newbert comes up with a new script, and that is our next clip. I can't believe it. Son of a bitch knows whatever I'm thinking. I'm beginning to feel like like something Sam wrote. I'm not real. I'm some jerk American flyer from World War One who's got to go off a bridge and die because some goddamn script says so. If they just tore out that page, just ripped it out, you know, I'd, I'd be fine. If they crossed it out and, 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 and wrote something else, like uh, at the last moment, veers a big car from the railing and goes speeding off to live happily ever after. Hey, how about that, huh? Empty road, me out there all alone. The crew, they're, uh, they're way back, they're uh, breathless. As I uh, approach the bridge, and then, uh, and then, hey, hey, what happened? A fucking rewrite, what happened? I can have 15 minutes on them before they even know they're shooting a whole goddamn new version. Yes! Yes! And the love story, what about the love story? And what happens to the Austrian girl? People leave the theater feeling awful. Unless she goes with him. How? Oh, baby, how? Here. In here. Right in here. See? Yeah. Uh, uh, not bad. It's just, uh, you know, I think they uh, made arrangements to meet later, no, like uh, in a great home. It's big, it is, and it's comfortable, too. Nina, get out of the trunk. <laughs> Nina. Somebody's coming to Nina. I ain't doing nothing. Nina! So, Nina has now hidden away in the car, and they plan on running off together. In the trunk, no less. Yeah. He put his junk in the trunk. Okay, wait. Are you, are you calling Nina junk? <laughs> Is what he said when he shut the lid on her. God damn. You're a cold-blooded dude. You know that? What? You're a mean person. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I care for one person. I mean, besides me. I care for two people. Yeah. Wow. One of, them, one of them's me. You're one more. Per- you care about one more person than I do. <laughs> Actually, no. We care about the same amount of people. My wife and my son. I have no regard for myself. Oh, right. You, you wouldn't drink what I drink. No to, one does. To, to, no, no one regards yeah. you. No, I wouldn't. You're regardless. Get back to the notes. There we go. <laughs> That's not even a word. No. Uh, it's, uh, we go to the. We come to the day of the stunt, and they get to the bridge, and it's setup time. Eli has a big speech for the crew, and that is our next clip. All right, everybody. May I have your one hundred percent concentration and attention, please? Everybody, drop what you're doing, stand still, and put your attention up here to the director, please. That bizarre object over there is the one and only Dusenberg we have in stock. When it goes into the river, hopefully we shall not see its like again. So, once the action starts, no matter what happens, keep film rolling. We must have this shot. I therefore order that no camera shall jam and no cloud pass before the sun. Hello, soldier boy. Where'd you learn to live without sleep? How you doing, bird? Hey, how the hell do you guys get accident insurance? It must cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> That's a good one, huh? I'm in a leg. <laughs> Have a good day, all right? Looking real strong, kid. Is that the loose change I hear jingling? Are they beginning to grow? Want to check? Come on, I want you to look at this truck. I mean, the only reason I'm telling you this, I want you to flip out and buzz out into space when you see these guys. They're supposed to be shooting at you, and that's what makes you go off into the river. Hey, you ever get those pancakes? <laughs> hey, they're my boys. You can't recognize them, right? How can I say no to them? After all the crap they've taken from your company in the last six weeks. Yeah, a cop would do anything for 50 bucks, even work as an actor. These guns are kind of modern for World War I. Those, uh, those better be blanks. 
don't say so on the box. <laughs> no need to look. There's really no need. If she loves you, she's still there. If she doesn't, then it really doesn't matter anyway, does it? Good luck. We need you, Lucky. Get in, will you? Look straight ahead. You see the red light out of the corner of your eye? That'll let you know when the film's running. So be sure you don't turn your face to the camera. All right, bump it once. Does it work? Bump it again. Camera on? Huh? What? Ask him if it's on. Camera on. Huh? He says, is the camera on? What the hell? Hey, what? Crazy bastard. Who killed him? Not me. What happened? Too soon. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Again, we see no matter what, Eli wants a shot. That's yes. all he cares about. Exactly. So if he's got to drown both his stuntman and his main actress, he's going to get that shot. He is. Because she's in the trunk like the junk. Yes. Hardcore. I don't know what it is about Barbara Hershey, but she brings out the misogynist in us all. I well, us all. Yeah, you too. You're lumped in on this. No, I'm not. Why? Just because you say it off mic when I'm not recording doesn't mean that you're not saying it. If it doesn't happen on mic, then it never really happened, asshole. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Cam it takes. Did. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Newbert takes off uh, early, as we heard. As he's driving off, one of the crew members blows out the tire, and the car drives off the bridge. The main stunt guy who's been training him. Yeah. It's been set up the entire time to make him think that everything's going to be okay. Yep. Everybody's in on this big shocking surprise. Yep. The whole crew's trying to kill the kid. As uh, Newbert tries to swim and tries to get to the back to save Nina, he looks out of the window right before the car submerge, and we see Eli and Nina on the bridge waving to him. Yay, she's in on so it she- too. She was not in the trunk. Trapped, he rolls down one of the windows. The water comes pouring in. He is able to use the oxygen tank and then swim out. Actually, uh, he looks at it and then throws it away. He never actually hits it. I thought he hit it. No, he holds his breath that long. Oh, that's right. At this point, he still thinks okay. they're trying to kill him, so he probably thinks it's thought poison he or something. It. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, he looks like he's going to try it, and then he just kind of like says, fuck this. Like, or you see him do like a fuck this face and then pushes it away. Yep. Uh, he crawls out uh, and gets up onto you know out of the water uh we hear them yell cut and everyone's in love with the scene and cam is absolutely losing his fucking mind uh you know newbert is going just a little bit crazy um the stunt coordinator he drives up and he congrats him and uh he also realizes uh newbert realizes that he had divers around him all along so there were always guys underneath the water to get him out yeah if he couldn't get out yep so now it Maybe Eli wasn't trying to kill him. It was all in his head that yeah. Eli was trying to to end him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Nina comes up and s- explains that if five minutes after you know he had left and she was in the trunk, they found her and they got her out. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Eli, she said Eli had explained to her how he had, uh, that Newbert had changed his mind and decided to actually go through with the stunt. So Eli apparently yelling or lying to her mm-hmm. about all that. Yeah. Uh, she says, you know, I don't want to step in the mud, get my dress wet. I still get my dress dirty. I have another scene. But 
then she races back through there and hugs Newbert and you know there's love there he seems very happy with himself right um Eli uh drops in on his little crane seat and that is our final clip how I've always had a great compassion for your people long before it was popular to do so I felt a repugnance for General Custer I don't believe it's breathing. There are some days in which I can't do one thing right. I hope this doesn't fuck up our relationship, you being alive and all. Why didn't you just let me go last night? <laughs> with Nina in the trunk and I have scenes to shoot with her. Okay, this morning, Chuck could have done that stuff. Mm. I know a man who made an anti-war movie. Good one. When it was shown in his hometown, army enlistment went up 600%. I'm trying to convince the world with my movie there is a reasonable and better way of getting home for Thanksgiving. And I'm unable to convince one young, tattooed, Dummy. Dummy. I couldn't let you go through life, bananas. Paranoid, thinking I was trying to kill you, could I? Paranoid. Sam! Your screenplay has just become relevant again. The young man has named the disease. Oh, yeah? What is it? It's a social disease, quite common. Yeah? Like cramps? The clap or what? Close. It's got from screwing your fellow man. Well, I hope you find a uh, easier cure. Because that was the uh, hardest thousand dollars I ever made. Hello, sexy. Brett, that was fantastic. Hey, you guys want to ride back? May I offer you gentlemen a lift in the chopper? I think I'll ride with Jake. Gets a lot safer. <laughs> Probably right. Thousand dollars? What thousand dollars? The stunt. Stunt paid six fifty. No, Chuck said the stunt paid a thousand dollars. Chuck could have promised you the Nobel Prize. The stunt pays six fifty. The stunt pays a thousand dollars. Chuck told me you insulted me again. Didums. Didums my ass. Split the difference. Call it seven fifty. You always want to split the difference. That's your fucking problem, Eli. <laughs> split it with all these other fucking morons. Not with me. No, I want a thousand dollars. Sam, I cannot convince one man. You're cheating me. You look at me like I'm some kind of goddamn movie. Well, I'm not. I'm real, and I almost died, and I want a thousand dollars for it. Be lucky. And you're gonna pay me my thousand dollars. Come back here, don't you think? Oh, you son of a bitch! You bastard! You convinced me. Try not to miss the airplane, Bob. He better not, Eli. And I'm serious. If I find any of your men within city limits tonight, I'm gonna shoot him on sight. I'll be on that goddamn plane. Hey, come on, begging, motherfucker! Come here! Come on here, look closer! I'm getting sick of being somebody's goddamn clown! How tall is King Kong? Three foot six, and that's what you're gonna be if you don't pay my thousand dollars. And roll credits. I would have enjoyed this movie a lot more had it been that Eli really was trying to kill him. Oh, yeah. The whole entire crew arranged it that way as revenge for causing Realbert's death, but they had him fill out Realbert's legacy before they killed him. Would that have been the shit? That would have made this the most amazing movie in my estimation. That would have. I still enjoyed it because Peter O'Toole. Well, you know, I still like the film. I just, I hate happy endings. Oh. I don't. Was this really all that happy? Because he was still flipping out about not being paid. Yeah, but it's the comedic ha ha ha. Oh, kind of 
to flip Eli's out. a sleigh driver. He keeps, you know, ripping people off, you know, for what he should be paying them because he's trying to make his budget tighter so he can yeah. get even more stuff. You know, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. Got to pay for that helicopter and crane seat somehow. Yeah, isn't this all fun that, you know, yeah. Eli's ripping off the stuntman who almost died who thought he was trying to kill him? No, I think it's more or less a driving factor to keep him around Eli. It's a yeah. system of control is to have people always be looking for money from him. Mm-hmm. Either that or it's just supposed to be this funny thing where he's flipping out at the end like, you know, he doesn't even care that he didn't die now. He just wants his money. Yeah. Something. I, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But hey, he got away with attempted murder on a cop, so yeah. well, that makes me like this movie even more. <laughs> he disfigured a cop. He disfigured with a cop. Cream. Cop probably has no nose with, or ear. With ice cream. He disfigured a cop. With ice cream. With ice cream. Damn. How do you Not- even fill out that paperwork? <laughs> you don't play it by ear, that's for certain. Uh, when you're that cop. Yeah, but you have to have a real nose for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to be a detective. He won't be able to sniff out any clues. <laughs> uh, he'll still be a flat foot. <laughs> uh, 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 that, that joke just really fell flat. Uh, but, no. no, overall, it's a fun film. This isn't like the greatest fucking movie that we've ever seen, but no. the, the action sequences are incredible. It's worth watching for the stunt sequences that they shoot. Yeah. Not the ones that are like... That was really well put together, too. A lot of those stunts, especially yeah. that first one where he has to yeah. make that jump. The very first one where they're all across the rooftop, some really incredible stuff, and I like the way they show you how that's set up. Yep. The stuff with the plane, I could have just, that whole thing could have been excised out of the film. Yeah, that was it. really useless. Let's talk about the length of this film. Two hours, ten minutes. Yeah, that's you a long-ass You could have easily flick. lost that plane sequence. Yeah. You wouldn't have needed any of that You could have probably trimmed this thing down to an hour 45, hour 40. I could have gone for a cool hour and 30 minutes. It's possible, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that could have been taken out of this film. It felt like a movie that a director was like, now let's just leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's do this. No, let's do that. This is what happens when directors have final cuts. You get yeah, two right. hours and 10 minutes of a movie that just needed to be 75 minutes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But how cool would it have been if it was the whole crew trying to get revenge for him causing old Bert's death? Yeah, like the last thing you see in the movie is when he looks up out of there, you see the whole crew waving at him as he like slowly stinks and dies. Yeah. Oh, man, that would have been it. And, like the whole movie just ends with all of them dispersing off the bridge, kind of like eerily. Maybe even no music behind it. Just it's like a, an aerial view and they no, all just no. leave the bridge. What it, what it is is it's him hitting the window Yeah, and you see the water get further and uh, further away and they get more and more obscured by the water. Like they get more and more obscured mm-hmm. by the water and then like it gets to the point where there's just barely any light there at all and then the credits roll up and that's it. Oh my God, that'd be great. You don't even know if he lives or dies. Yeah. You just know that they were doing that specifically to get revenge on uh, him for uh, what he did to poor old Bert. Yeah. And now do you have him smiling and waving from the bridge or do you just have him all just no, staring shot, down? That shot where where um, she was waving yeah. and so was Eli. Everybody else, they can be smiling or some of them could be crying because they feel guilty about what they did, but they want the revenge. It doesn't matter. I, mean, I just like it if they all just stared dead, like like just And it doesn't have to be everybody on the crew, but it could be like the core group that we've already seen. Where, yeah, like, just, so that just, just staring at him and then walking away. And it turns out they have been trying to kill him the entire yeah. time. Oh man, now you got me into that kind of a movie. Right? That'd be awesome. Yeah, well, that's my sinister brain. Yeah. Not that this film's not enjoyable. Not no. that it's not it's fun. A good flick yeah. to, to watch. It, I just don't like happy movies. It was two hours and yes, it was a little uh, too little too long. I didn't feel it until the very end of the film when they're arguing and then he goes through the whole diatribe explaining about what he did. 
did to the cop to be the most wanted criminal in all uh, of history because he froze a man's face off yeah with ice cream i still love that that's what he did they drew first blood they drew first scoop <laughs> but hey you know everybody's got mental illness everybody's got some issues everybody needs to be put on valium in this film overall yeah. it's it's pretty entertaining i don't regret buying it at all uh it's one of those severin sales that i took advantage of ages ago which i swore i wouldn't do and then i did as soon as they brought up another black friday sale oh yeah of course i have a i have a problem matt you you know what i mean while we're recording this i'm opening stuff from the latest yeah and usually sale i just see right while we're going through the him. notes he's opening up all the movies he just got <laughs> lots of good ones too <laughs> Looks yeah. like we're having some fun. Yeah, there's going to be some cannibal flicks. I was I, wondering when we get I, to those. I pulled the trigger on some Bruno Mattei films, the guy who did Jail the Women's Hell. Oh, yeah, I thought I saw I, another woman's prison movie there. Yeah, that's another Bruno Mattei film that I bought. So we, we got some Bruno Mattei in our future. Oh, awesome. Because his films are just so cinema psyops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we sail Misog- seas of questionable movies. Misogynistic? Bruno, <laughs> Bruno Mattei is a sea of questionable movies we will be sailing. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, of course. Yeah. But uh, like I said, overall, it's worth the purchase. I'm going to keep the DVD. I probably won't upgrade to the Blu-ray. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, but if you don't already own it, it would probably be worth getting the Blu-ray. It's a fun film. You know, if you got two hours to kill, it's there's nothing really to complain about. A lot of the shots are great. Uh, the action sequence, like I said, the best part of it for me was the action sequence where he's up on the rooftop. Yeah. Fighting the what would be Nazis in the next war, but they're still bad guys because they're Germans. I uh, gotcha. <laughs> German bastards. Not now, then. Not then. Now we're the Germans. Germans, kind of. Yeah, we're the German bastards now. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. This country. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, All right. Well, that's your current event for the fucked up news this week. Yeah, there you go. We're already going long on this film. Yeah, we kind of are. Like uh, Steve Railsback's character in a ham wallet with his bills. Hey. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for another podcast. We'll have a little bit of music that I would like to dedicate right now to Randall from Podcast by the Cemetery, because I know how much he loves social distortion. Uh-oh. I'm I'm thinking he doesn't love social distortion. (laughs) We'll go ahead and close out the show. This is not a test. This is the Psychosemantic Podcast. Announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. A few days ago, I called the news the enemy of the people, and they are. They are the enemy of the people. We have Ben Jacobs, that's the Guardian reporter, body slammed tonight by the Republican candidate Greg Forte. Living with a six-year-old. Being rushed is fast. It makes me nervous. But that is one big pile of shit. Well, then you two learned a very important lesson today. Cops don't help. It's a train! Now's not the time for fear. That comes later. Can you fly, Bobby? In the 20th century, the Senate voted on seven Supreme Court nominees during election years, and it approved all but one. So just to, just to put a button on this, are you ruling it out 100%? Yeah. Are you crazy? Is that your problem? Politics, movies, political movies. The Psychosemantic Podcast. Better known as the Psychosemanticast.
tattooed heart and your jet black hair Rolling round like you don't care Take me down, take me on down the line I was born, babe, with nothing to lose But the black man taught me how to sing the blues So that is dedicated to Randall from Podcast by the Cemetery. Is because, he cursing you right now? Uh, probably not. We have this fun little back and forth yeah. thing that we've been doing for a while. He dedicated a burp to me on Podcast by the Cemetery. because A burp? Because I was talking about how they should, you know, I'm glad that that's off the show since they kind of retooled from their ultra, the horror drunks. Oh, yeah. And so when he burped into the mic, he said that was for court and they left it in just to fuck with me. Nice. They know that that bugs me when people do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate that on a podcast when somebody burps, burps and just, into yeah, the mic. Yeah, just I'm not into it. Yeah, it's just I don't. Know. I've never even tried. But that's what we've never even talked about. And I've never even tried it because I'm also just not into it. Yeah, it's just I don't know. But anyway, he also really hates social distortion. Oh, uh, so and I found that out one day, and I told him I would play it on the show, and I was going to do the entire show with social distortion. Yeah. But then I wanted to play the unknown stuntman by Lee Majors because it's fucking Lee Majors. Oh, of course. And I'll dedicate that to whoever has a problem with me playing that song. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Well, if you have no problems with anything that you've heard tonight, or if you have lots of problems with the things that you've heard tonight, you can still support our show while you support our show <laughs> with our Teespring store, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash cinema dash psyops. Still not taking off the option for pay for play, where if you want to try and dictate what happens on the show, you can pay me to make that happen. Oh. You want to program your dream show for cinema psyops? Offer me some money. Let's see where we can get that going. Yeah, why not? I'm a whore. I don't care. And mm-hmm. I'll do what I say because I need the money. That's true. You can find us on Legion Podcast, our flagship, which also needs your money, so donate to the Legion Podcast Patreon. We're legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. And by the way, Bo likes the direction of the new show. Oh, yeah? All the filthy sex talks we've been doing. Yeah. He actually enjoys it, so we're okay for now. All right. That, and I think it's because we're pushing the Patreon harder than we hit on chicks. Does does Bo like getting nasty? No, that's not how it works. No. He likes it when we just talk about sexy uh, stuff. Uh, no, you're not being sexy. You're just being gross and nobody likes that. Uh, you can join our Facebook group where you can post a meme about whatever the fuck you think Matt was just trying to do right there. <laughs> and that's Cinema PsyOps on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. I am Court PsyOps. You can find Matt on Facebook, although he's never fucking on there. He's too busy checking the scores of the latest sports team that he's losing with. Hey, hey, Matt hey. PsyOps, the Sometimes yellow Jonathan Plank. <laughs> Barely ever. You can email feedback to Matt, PsyOpMatt at gmail.com. Tell him why your sports ball team is better than his sports ball team because people give a fuck about that sort of thing apparently. They do! You can email feedback to court, cinemasciopscourt at gmail.com. Try and convince them why sports ball is better than sports puck. Don't even waste your time. Sports puck is better than sports ball. Oh, yeah, you are more of a hockey guy. Actual fucking fighting, man. Yeah. Back when I used to watch it, they had enforcers and that was a cool thing. (laughs) 
You can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats. I'm at core underscore psyop, and he is at psyop. Matt, if you would like to twit us some photos of whoever you think it is, cause the throat nodes for Michael Douglas. Send us some photos of that. <laughs> yeah, right. Tongue-punching. Tongue-punching uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, I think it might have been more than just her. Uh, he, he was a notorious buck staller. Yeah, yeah. Tongue-punching tongue that wallet. Stallmucker. <laughs> That ham wallet? He's tasting the wallet. He was tasting the wallet. That's what did <laughs> He's it. He's a notorious ham taster of wallets, yeah, you gotta, allegedly. you got to be careful tasting wallets. <laughs> You'll get throat cancer. And while you're out there trying to avoid your own particular throat cancer while tasting ham wallets, <laughs> kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Silent Field, gone fast with the girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building, I might roll a brand new car, cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rockwell Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine They'll never make me president But I got the best first ladies Some days I've got them as far as the eye can see A morning dive with Jackie Smith I crash in the night with Cheryl But in the end they never stay with me I might fall from a tall building So Bert Reynolds don't get hurt I might leave a mighty canyon So he can kiss and flirt While that smooth talker's kissing my girl I'm just kissing dirt Yes, I'm the lonely stuntman That made a lover out of Bert <laughs>